0: don't know this then you're behind the times. The only metric that matters is convenience. Rules apply to you suddenly you're an advertiser space. It's June 14th and time for your Social in 6 update. It's been another busy fortnight in the world of social and we're covering the biggest stories for you today including a first look at Twitter super follows, Pinterest new shopping list feature and Facebook's promise to help creators earn a living. And I always say it but if you enjoy this episode then please do leave us a review on iTunes and let us know. Now, without further ado, let's get started. White woman, white First up today, Instagram has launched three new branded content tools. The updates include new branded content functions for IGTV, Instagram Live, Reels, and Stories. Paid partnerships on Instagram have been around for some time now, but the platform has never done fine-tuning its ability to help brands and creators profit. These new updates give brands and creators more control and flexibility when working with each other on the platform. Firstly, the Settings tab of Creator Profiles now contains a section where creators can send partner posts to a brand for approval. The brand can then accept or deny when viewing the content in their own settings. Secondly, creators can now type up to two brands in one piece of branded content, and both brands will be able to see each other before they approve it. And lastly, creators can publish their content even before a brand has approved it. The post will appear in feed and be marked as a paid partnership, but the brand's name won't appear until that brand has approved it. Brand partnerships already go through approval processes, of course, The only difference here being that you won't have to leave the app to do it. Probably the most significant of these three updates though is the ability to tag two brands in a paid partnership, as it means brands can collaborate with other brands as well as a creator in one post. This could be a great opportunity to increase the reach of a campaign, because it makes sense that two brands using the same influencer would share some similarities and values. Next up, Facebook won't charge for creator products until 2023. Every platform knows it's a good idea to keep creators on side, and that's exactly what Facebook has done with its recent pledge to keep its creator products free for the next several years until 2023. Mark Zuckerberg posted the news on his own Facebook account and said this applies to features like fan subscriptions, badges and ticketed events, as well as Facebook's upcoming independent news product. He also said his reasons for the gesture were to help more creators make a worthwhile living from Facebook. And he took a jibe at Apple, saying that any revenue Facebook does take in the future will be less than the 30% cut that Apple takes. Zuckerberg added that Facebook will also be launching a new payout interface, so creators can see how different companies' fees and taxes impact their earnings, and this new interface will initially launch on the web for paid events. So what does it mean in the grand scheme of things? Well, for starters, it's clear that Facebook wants to continue courting creators and influencers due to the amount of value they possess. Facebook will also be keeping one eye on its competitors and the relationships they have with the wider creator community. For creators, if the platforms are fighting for your affection, it can only be a win-win. Now, Twitter is adding a newsletter sign-up button to Profiles. Cast your mind back a few months, and you might remember the news that Twitter had acquired a newsletter publishing company called Revue. Details of the acquisition were pretty scarce at the time, but that's quickly changing now as Twitter makes moves in several areas for its new subscription model. The latest update is that Twitter is adding a newsletter sign-up button to Profiles. Revue, the company that Twitter acquired to add this functionality, tweeted the announcement from its own handle. Now, newsletters might not sound as glamorous as super superfollows or Twitter spaces, but this has the potential to be a game-changer for content marketers, creators, personal brands and consumer brands alike. Newsletters still hold weight, and in some industries, they're still extremely effective, and they can be an excellent vehicle for delivering long-form content and more bottom-funnel content. With Twitter making the process native and compatible with the platform's own features, twitter savvy brands and creators could build a really strong newsletter community here. The news also follows the imminent arrival of Twitter Blue, Twitter's new paid subscription service, and more updates to superfollows, which offer newsletters as one of the perks. Nevertheless, all signs point to newsletter signups, remaining a free to use feature for now at least. Spaghetti. spaghetti else? Taco Ster. And a taco stuff well. Next up, Pinterest has introduced shopping lists. The latest commerce feature from Pinterest is shopping lists, which work a little bit like dedicated boards or collections for shoppable items by automatically listing saved product pins in one place. Users will be able to see reviews and shipping costs for each product, and they'll receive a notification when a product lowers in price, which could be a good incentive to persuade them to go for it. The feature is coming to all users in the UK and the US this month and will roll out further to markets including Australia, Canada, France and Germany later this year. Pinterest has also expanded its verified merchant program to these regions, as well as its in-profile shop tabs and product tagging. A handy thing considering you'll need this feature for shopping lists to function. We all know that people on Pinterest love to shop and while they know what kind of thing they're after when they use Pinterest, they often haven't committed to a specific brand or product. Shopping lists will make it easier for users to group the items they're considering and be able to find them later when they're ready to buy. And when used with the Verified Merchant program, brands can also show that they meet Pinterest's own quality requirements and boost their credibility compared to competitors. Eat my shorts. All right, I'll eat your shorts. Now YouTube shorts are finally coming to the UK. It feels like every platform is jumping on the short form train at the moment, including YouTube. Now, if you're a regular listener of Social Insects, you'll probably have heard us talk about YouTube Shorts before. Similar to TikTok and Reels, Shorts are YouTube's answer to short form vertical video. And after a successful launch in the US, the service is now coming to the UK. Canada and Latin America will also get Shorts when it launches there later this month. Now, the question I'm sure you're all dying to know is whether or not people actually use YouTube Shorts. Well, as of January this year, the feature had 3.5 billion daily global views. Those numbers are certainly promising for YouTube's massive creator community, as well as creators on other platforms who now specialize in short-form content thanks to TikTok. It'll be interesting to see how well received the service is here in the UK, but if it did well in America, you can assume it will succeed here. There are plenty of big YouTubers based in Britain, and I'm sure this is something they'll be keen to get involved in. And finally, today, new details have emerged about Twitter Superfollows. Twitter teased its Patreon like subscription feature, Superfollows, earlier this year, but it looks like the platform may be close to launching, as new details show what it could look like and how users can apply for the feature. When you super follow someone, for $4.99 a month, you get access to a supporter badge, subscriber-only newsletters, exclusive content, deals and discounts, and community access. It'll be limited to users with 10,000 followers or more who have posted at least 25 tweets within the past 30 days and are at least 18 years old. Early screenshots also show a list of categories that Superfollow users can use to label their content, which include things like sports and podcasting. Plus, you can add content platforms, including Facebook, Substack, Patreon, Twitch, and YouTube, And they even list adult only options, including an adult content label and the option to link OnlyFans, which explains the 18 and over requirement. Now, every time we ask you guys if you'd pay for Twitter, it's pretty much a resounding no, but seeing the success of Patreon and knowing that this feature from Twitter will only be available to highly followed accounts tells me that super follows is only meant for the super fans. And when you look at how much capital fandom holds over Twitter, I'd say some high profile individuals could see a lot of success with this. As usual, there's a lot to unpack this week, but I want to highlight a common thread from today's stories and also from a lot of the updates that we've been seeing recently, which is creators. Now, you'll probably have noticed that all the major social platforms have conned onto the fact that the success of a product or feature often relies on whether or not massive accounts use it and promote it to their many followers. I mean, we see platforms rip off each other's features all the time and they always compete for theirs to be the one that dominates in the space, but whether or not that actually happens is completely down to regular users and especially big creators because they influence the regular users. Now it sounds obvious but historically platforms haven't always treated creators the best and they are sometimes taken for granted. So if you as a brand are seeing decreased organic reach then so are they and Instagram especially has lost quite a lot of favour with creators in the past because of that. Now look at something like TikTok where there's enough virality to go around and it's relatively easy to grow a large and engaged audience and that then actually translates to other platforms like Twitter. Twitter and Instagram, you can see why Facebook and YouTube are suddenly really keen to hand out earnings and freebies and they're very competitive with each other on who can offer creators the best deal right now. Even Twitter and LinkedIn really are looking at creators in their own way, but obviously staying in their lane a bit more with features more catered towards personal branding and high profile individuals, which for them often means corporate professionals as well as regular influencers. So it's something to keep an eye on, especially if you do do a lot of creator campaigns, because you will want to take advantage of these opportunities while they're on offer and get more for your money. But of course, be aware that where a creator has the best rapport with their audience is where you should be focusing. And as always, just go for whatever makes sense for your campaign or content. Now, I know that we promised you guys content from the British Army last week, and you might have noticed that didn't happen. So I want to apologize for that if you were looking forward to it. But to make it up to you, you've hopefully also noticed that we published an extra interview episode this morning alongside this episode of Social in Six. That episode is with James Gregson, who is the creative director at Lego for the Americas. Now, as apologies go, I think that's pretty decent. And he gave us some fantastic insight. So if you haven't already, do go and listen to that. As for the British Army, rest assured, our episode with Alex and Sarah is still on its way to you and hopefully we can share that with you guys next week thank you for listening we really hope you enjoyed this episode if you did please remember to leave us a review on itunes because it really really helps and allows us to bring you brand new episodes every single week this has been the social minds podcast with myself theo watts eve young and produced by ollie thompson